Emily in Paris. Oh, Emily in Paris, yeah. Did you watch it? I don't know. God, it looks terrible. Okay, so I thought so too, but I think it's getting made fun of for being terrible. Yeah, I think a lot of people are watching it. Like, they like the fact that she's in Paris, but everything else is shit, so they're just watching it for the backgrounds. Paris isn't that great. Paris is very beautiful, but it's, it's like, like pee in the nasty. Summer. It's disgusting. It smells like pee in the summer. Carmen, it smells like human shit in the summer. <laughs> I have smelled human shit that I know came out of an asshole not five seconds before I smelt it. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck is this place we're in? The French, I tell you. Okay, and on that note, would you like to start? <laughs> sure. Um, are we ready, spaghetti? Oh, we're we're ready, spaghetti. Like this is a topic we've been preparing for our whole lives. Apparently, apparently. I mean, it's very exciting. Yeah. Okay, so this is a topic that we've been preparing for our whole lives because we have been emanating witchy energy for as long as we've been alive. I think even as like little a little kid, like I would make little potions in my room with like baby powder and lotion. Me too. <laughs> it was disgusting and I would do that. So that is what we're talking about today. Today we're going to be talking about witches and witchcraft and in all its wonderful forms. Oh, and I guess I should say, welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. <laughs> and I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about a variety of issues and politics and, oh God, everything under the sun and Harry Potter. I feel like we mention Harry <laughs> Potter every time, but we, we do mention it a lot. And uh, Lord of the Rings and Jesus. suicide and Jesus <laughs> and religion and now witches. Yeah. One day... One day, Catherine and I will do all, a whole episode on emo music, and Catherine will... I feel like we did that yeah. episode. No, no. It was in all my shitty music days. Yeah, so now we need to focus in on emo music. Yeah, whatever. It's totally fine. Very witchy type of music, and just in the sense that all the men look... Actually, recently I've been noticing that like the newer bands are a lot better looking than when we were young. Because I when think we that's young, across like, across the board. Like even boy bands, like who was Joey Fatoni fooling? Why was he in NSYNC? <laughs> his name is literally Joey Fat One. Like that's his name. <laughs> Can he sing? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I mean, boy, I feel like like NSYNC was like engineered in a lab with like three ugly people and two good looking people. Yeah. And then like somehow they were allowed to be a band I, I don't understand it i mean have you seen the backstreet boys they're better looking than nsync that is very true like very on true. average they have a higher rating yeah. they're like they're like 7.5s and nsync is like three 3.5s and then yeah. two eights yeah if yeah. that mm. if ramen hair yeah. uh, justin timberlake <laughs> counts as an eight which i don't think he does ramen noodle haired denim on denim suit yeah and as usual we are 100 percent on topic all right so <laughs> To it. Make it kind of like coven. Uh, so yeah, we have been very witchy people, always saying that we're going to be starting a coven. And like, I feel like we've been influenced by a lot of like different witchy sort of things throughout our lives. So do you want to start by like, you want to talk about your relationship with witchy things? <laughs> Yes. So growing up, uh, I have a uh, very unruly hair where it's not like curly, curly, but it's also not straight, straight. So I generally just look somewhere in between. I look like Hermione Granger, but Hermione has Granger. beautiful hair. Carmen has beautiful hair. And she thinks it looks like trash and I've never understood it. <laughs> well, isn't that just me in general? Yeah. Yeah. On brand. Um, Although it has gotten better in the last few years. 
yeah, that's also true. But when I was little, uh, my hair would just, I would wake up and <laughs> I looked <laughs> like when a kid gets out of bed in a movie, when you're like, nobody's hair looks like that. <laughs> nobody's hair looks like that. It just looked ridiculous. And my mom used to call me a bruja. Like she used to be like, oh, my little witch. Because <laughs> she said I had witch hair. So yeah. And I also, it was really funny because in my family, they always make jokes about, um, not jokes, but like my Aunt Victoria and my Aunt Anna Maria are, are known as like the witches in the family because my oh, Aunt Victoria is very superstitious and she'll always be like she'll be like don't wear gold and silver together that's how you have bad luck (laughs) things like that and you're just like all right and you just listen to her my aunt Anna Maria does all the smudging stuff in our houses so she'll come and like smudge and and uh, do all the like cleansing and stuff um, for the houses and for different spaces so my aunt Anna Maria and she also knows like the essential oil stuff and like all the other things so like I grew up with those women and my family is despite how um sexist my grandmother is a very patriarch or matriarchal family like I just grew up with women yeah I mean same (laughs) little coven and then um I always liked witches because when I was really little I went to the Basque country with my mom to see my godfather's family and actually in the Basque region of Spain and I've said this before in other episodes um witches are seen as good luck because mm-hmm. for them, witches were the healers that the Spanish Inquisition killed. And so witches are actually seen as like super good luck and, and, and they're actually really popular and they're not scary. So they look like North American witches. Like they fly on broomsticks and they have the like hat and the, they would dress in all black. And, like, and the they, big noses and everything? Everything. But they're good luck. That's good. So, so they're I think like, they should be good luck. Like, yeah, they're like not seen. So it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, Glenda, you know, like the good witch. It's like, no, no, they look. Only bad witches are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they're all ugly. And they're like the best of luck. So I actually grew up, I hated porcelain dolls because, you know, they're terrifying and haunted. Horrifying evil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I had one, but it was a witch. Okay. That's so better. A witch, but it was like a porcelain doll kind of, but a witch. And like, I always loved it and I cherished it because it was just like a symbol of good luck. So I just like carry around a witch and I've been thinking, I was like, I should probably get a witch tattoo. I'm just yeah, waiting yeah. for my, my tarot deck from the Guillermo del Toro tarot deck that I ordered months ago. I'm still waiting to get it. And once I do, I'm hoping there's something witch related so I can just get that tattooed to my body. I mean, if you do ever get a me-related tattoo, which, like, I wouldn't put past you, just make it a little witch with an afro, and then you're, like, set. Oh, that's so true. I mean, I was going to get those uh, flowers that you liked as a tattoo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I ran out of ideas. But anyway, the point is, is that witches have always been a positive thing for me, and maybe later we'll get into, like, the um, brujeria, dark witchcraft that my family has. My family has stories about cursed shit the we'll okay. get you after but what about you uh for me well like I said just a few minutes ago I used to just like make potions in my house just because I was like I'm a little witch like I would just like mix yeah. shit together <laughs> I think I just mixed anything together like I was trying to make George's marvelous medicine like I was just like mixing <laughs> crap and I used to like hide it afterwards <laughs> I don't know what I was doing but um yeah I feel like witchy things resonate with me also because like I am also from a family that's all women um, I have two sisters, so we're three sisters together, which in and of itself is very that's, witchy. That is just like perfect for magic. So I also, yeah, that is something that I guess has influenced me and all the witches in stories always are like three sisters doing bullshit. Mm-hmm. So that's important. And then also I feel like I watched a lot of things as a kid, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I guess we'll get into later, but like <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like 
was so good. It was such a great show and I loved it so much. And I feel like that influenced me a lot. And of course we are forgetting to mention Harry Potter, but it's funny because Harry Potter isn't very witchy. No, it's not. Like despite the fact that there are witches and wizards, there's nothing witchy about Harry Potter. No. Except for maybe like the again the potions they make feel the most witchy of anything, but there's not much witchy about Harry Potter. No, um, and if you read I think the third book, there's the part where they're talking about the like witch burning. Yeah, and they're like that's the witchiest thing they ever got. That's the closest like, they get. And <laughs> even then, they're like, no real witches were burned, and I'm like, oh, okay, so just a bunch of innocent women got it. Uh, <laughs> and so there's that, and then I think also beyond that, like um, I just find it, I just always found it fascinating. I was very into like witchy specifically like wicca-ish things when I was a teenager which I've since grown out of sort of I'm just like like I just I'll just identify as like witchy rather than like a specific religion or anything like that but those sort of things were very appealing to me the idea of just like being with nature and all that has been always been very appealing to me and then beyond that like I did do some studying of like witchcraft stuff in university which was fun and I do have some original sources that I'm going to share but like for me I think witchiness is just like bred in me oh oh and my mom I forgot to mention my mother my mother if any if this was a small town a small village my mom would be the local wise woman Uh. a million percent with all of her knowledge of like food and herbs and blah blah blah. Oh yeah. And and also my mom is straight up like has magic powers. Now, if this was not my mom, I wouldn't believe a bull a word of this because I'm like, that's just bullshit. But I was there for these things. Like my mom knows when people die. Like she's like starts talking about them, no. says, I think they've died, and then gets a call in the morning being like this person died. Like she, she knows when things are happening. She knows, she thinks about someone and like something bad happens to them or, or they call or something like that. And of my sisters, my eldest sister inherited the most of the like witchiness of my mother. So like, if, if again, this was a small village, my mom would be the wise woman. My sister would be the one who takes over for her because my sister, Christine, my eldest sister has the most witchy powers of the three of us. Like hands down she's just like my mom in all these weird weird little ways and I don't know why they have these like intuitive (laughs) abilities it's very strange but um yeah my mom is another very witchy thing like she's a straight up a straight up witch see my mom isn't my mom isn't witchy my mom calls other people witchy yeah and then she's just like you should just talk to your aunt well actually the funny thing is my mom's not witchy but like someone would accuse her of being a witch and she'd be burned at the stake. You know what I mean? Like she herself isn't witchy, but she would be 100% burned at the stake for being a witch. And you'd be like, yeah, I mean, she cured me. And then she said, knew when my dad died. Like, it'd be like, yeah, of course she's a witch. Exactly. I mean, it is a little bit terrifying, but (laughs) (laughs) it happens. So in terms of witchiness, I mean, we've both been into like witch things growing up. Yes. Um, I need to know what your, apparently you could narrow down, but your top five, which? I will give you five. I will give you five <laughs> things, and then I will give you a couple um, honorable. honorable mentions, just because uh, Carmen was like, make a list of your top five witchy movies, and I was like, nine movies later, like, like still <laughs> making a list, so I stopped. Okay, so to start off, this was actually something that I watched as a kid, and this was very influential in my witchiness, I think. But number one on my list of my favorite witchy movies is The Craft. The Craft. Carmen, what? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Have uh, you never yeah. seen The Craft? No, I have. With the people, and then it turns out the real witch is like the only good one, and then that lady kills all those dolphins. Yes, 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 that yes. Yeah. That one, that one. I watched that as a kid, and also I should mention that Why my did older you watch sister. Because my older sister was also very witchy when she was a teenager, and she's seven years older than me, and made me watch. Hang on, do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as my cat using the litter box. You know what? I'm keeping it in because if anything's <laughs> witchy, it's having a cat use a litter box mid-witch conversation. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so my sister watched that as um, a teenager. And so I watched it as a little kid. And like, I've always loved the craft. And what are you doing? Sorry. I, <laughs> You're familiar. I don't know. My familiar is being very ridiculous. <laughs> so that one was influential. I think my number two pick is The Witches, The Rodal Witches. Mm, yes. That movie's amazing. Angelica Houston is amazing. I love that movie. I love the special effects. I love how terrifying it is. Like that scene where you see that the like witch has trapped a little girl in a painting and then she gets older and older and older and dies in the painting. Horrifying. 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 So that is my number two. My number three is... Um, I think I might switch them. I think I'm going to put my number three as Stardust, because I really like Stardust. Oh, I think it's a yeah. very fun movie. But Michelle Pfeiffer being like an evil witch is just like chef's kiss. It's so good. I love it so much. She looks great in that whole movie. Yeah, honestly, it's just that Michelle Pfeiffer is great and she looks great. <laughs> and I love that movie. And I'm going to say my number four is Practical Magic, which is a movie with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock that's like they're two witch sisters and they live in this like big house and like the aesthetics of that movie so there's good. like there's like magic this room full of like <laughs> herbs and plants and it's just so magical and it's this old house like on a cliff and it's just beautiful and stalker chanting's in it i love it i love that movie yeah, so much so good and then i'm gonna say my number five is i mean i couldn't make a list of top fives and not have hocus pocus in it that's fair that is a fair point. So my number five is Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is a stupid movie. It's a bad movie. And it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's horrible. And it's directed by Kenny Ortega, who also directed like the high school musicals and stuff. So it's Unreal. cheesy as fuck. Um, so that's my number five. And I'm just going to say special mentions, Witches of Eastwick, which is really good and has amazing hair. Oh. Everybody's so hair in it is gorgeous, but it is a little bit boring until the last like 15 minutes. <laughs> but everyone looks great. Cher looks great. Cher looks incredible. Everybody's hair is like out of control, great, except for, of course, Jack Nicholson, who has no hair. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beautiful looking movie. I'm going to say Kiki's Delivery Service, which is that Studio Ghibli movie with a little girl it. who's a witch. It's basically yeah. a movie about like going to a new place and then like losing your creative juices and feeling burnt out. That's what the movie's about. She like loses her magic because she feels so like depressed and like Aww. isolated and it's adorable and it's not very witchy but it does have a witch in it so I'm gonna count that and then my number nine I mean I mean never mind not my number nine my honorable mention <laughs> is the witch the horror movie because uh-huh. <laughs> that movie is disgusting and it's upsetting and it makes you feel gross but it has that part at the end where the devil is like would you like to live deliciously and I'm like yeah, yes. you know, of course. Absolutely. Again, when you told me that she ground up a baby to fly, my only response was, <laughs> but did it work? It did work. But that scene is disgusting. I hate that scene. It makes me sick. And beyond that, my number one actual honorable mention is Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the 90s version, which is great. And like, if you watch it again, you can see that everybody in the background is like 45 years old, like all the extra teens 
are a hundred years old. Like yeah. I've seen bald <laughs> spots on that show for 15 year old kids. And then also the new Sabrina, which I really like. Huh. That's, that's a good list. Right. You and I have very overlapping tastes, obviously. Of course. Um, so my number one is the sword and the stone. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said we have overlapping tastes. Anyway, so the sword <laughs> and the stone. <laughs> what? I mean, I never. I didn't even think to count wizards. Okay, go ahead. But you know, it's a yeah. But then the other ladies in it, the bad ladies in oh, it. Oh yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's so good, mostly because it's such like a weird fever dream. Because um, it's like old Disney. It's like high on coke, Disney. But when coke was legal, so you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot weird. of like drugs and alcohol in old Disney movies. Yeah, exactly. It's just very strange. And I'm watching it and I'm like, this isn't for children. Very good. And then my number two is actually Practical Magic. Oh. Because, you know, I love a, I love a movie where a significant other dies, you know? Honestly, Karma, <laughs> I should have expected that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you were coming. <laughs> I, um, I, I feel foolish now, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that's a great, it's also a great movie because it's like sisters and they come together and then Nicole Kidman's dating that like abusive piece of shit who ends up being the devil or some shit. I don't understand. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> no, he dies and they bring him back, but he's like, he, he dies and they bring him back, but he's like messed up because of being brought back to life and he's like, wrong now so terrible but anyway great oh, movie my second one is obvious or my third one is the witches obviously absolutely is iconic the grand like, high witch is anne hathaway gonna beat no that, that no the thing is, it's not even like i have anything against anne hathaway it's just she's not as good as angelica houston and i think she probably knows that i think she's like not Poor. even gonna she's not even gonna try no she's just gonna make it her own because she's not gonna she's not gonna be able to do it it's no. just not gonna happen um and we're saying this because we the trailer for the remade witches is coming out or it so. came out like recently yeah so and i was like the only thing about that trailer I did not understand, I was like, why is Chris Rock in this? Like, what's happening? He needs a paycheck. That's I mean, he does, but his voice is so, like, not suited for a bro doll story. You're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, thank you. So The Witches is number three. Number four, I don't think you've ever seen. It's actually a genuine horror movie Ooh. Um, called Suspiria. No, I have not seen that. So um, I really love it for multiple reasons. Emotionally, because my friend Michael, who passed away oh. a while back, um, and I watched it together. And essentially, the reason we watched it was because uh, it's like a it's like a cult classic horror movie directed mm-hmm. by this Italian director named Dario Argento, who's like a really well known, um, like um, iconic Italian director. Uh huh. And he did, he, like, if you watch it, you're like, oh, I get it. Cause it's like a bit of like an art house film because of mm-hmm. how it's shot. But it's one of those movies where you're watching it and you're like, this is the most grotesque, stupid shit I've ever seen. And then I walked home at night after I'd watch it. And you were And scared. I'd be shitting my pants. And I would get home and I would be shitting my pants. And every time I watch it the same, I'm like, this isn't scary. This is so stupid. And then I'd be like, and now I'm going to shit my pants. Um, so it's one of those movies and it's just very unsettling. And I like it. It's, it's basically a story about a ballerina who goes to this dance school in like Italy. And it's like a weird school that turns out to be this like coven of evil witches. Very good. And it's really well made. And then my last one is actually Witches of Eastwick because that movie would come on TV so often. And that was one of those movies that my mother and my grandmother would definitely just be like, 
okay, I guess we're watching this now. That is, that is such a, it's such a fucking good movie. It's just a little boring. <laughs> I yeah, watched it again recently and I was like, Ooh. the ridiculousness of Cher just being Cher, you oh. know? By the way, in that movie, you can tell that Cher's not white. Like, more than I think any other movie, yeah. because she's surrounded by white people. I'm like, yeah. Cher's not white. That is no. not white lady. What is she, by the way? What's her she? I think she's, like, Armenian? I could be wrong. But she's somewhere, half she's half white and half, like, something Middle Eastern of some kind. <laughs> Just, oh. I can't remember what she actually is. But, yeah, Cher, uh, but the hair in that movie, everybody is fucking gorgeous, huge curly hair is just like so beautiful I just and I love that it's these three women and then they have Jack Nicholson who's like weird and they have this weird polyamorous relationship where it turns out that he's just the devil and they're just like all right he's disgusting though there's a whole that whole there's a whole speech in that movie that I love where Cher is just like you're disgusting I don't like you you smell like I have no interest and then she has (laughs) sex with him afterwards and you're like okay story of our lives Gavin story of our lives <laughs> I, it is not the story of my life in any way shape or form uh, uh well at least they're honest but yeah those are my top five and Very I good. do have the craft as an honorable mention nice nice fantastic do you have any good um uh I don't like to call it dark magic but like bad magic stories any sort of thoughts any sort of I mean personally no I don't think because there's like my idea of like magic-y things is just like a lot of plants in your house and like and like um I don't know a lot of beeswax candles and I've I've been buying beeswax candles Carmen I have been spending that money um (laughs) and uh yeah it's been I think that's my idea of witchiness is always very benign I think um I don't really have any sort of personal examples of any sort of dark witchy things especially because like I don't know. You have an aunt that used to practice which I mean, I was going to say, my mom actually did confirm that it was probably Obea or something like that. Because, and if you haven't heard this story from a previous episode, um, <laughs> one of my great aunts um, took my mother to a crossroads when she was younger because she needed a virgin to do some sort of ceremony and she threw a bottle in the air or something. <laughs> so my, one of my great aunts, who's now probably a Jehovah's Witness, um, was into witch things in Obeah. But beyond that, like, for the most part, no, I don't think so. But I'm sure you're leading this because you have some some dark witch stuff well, you want to no, share. I just have some thoughts because, like, when I worked, you know, in mental health, mental health social work specifically, it was interesting because I worked with only racialized people for quite a number of years. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of people didn't want to get any sort of, like, medication or anything because they thought that, like, it was witchcraft. I'm sorry, excuse me? Because they thought, no, they thought that, like, their illness, like, they thought the voices they were hearing or whatever. Oh, oh my God, Yeah. So they didn't think it was, they didn't think like, and it's fine. Like I'm one of those people who's like, Hey, if you don't want to take meds, don't take meds. It's fine. Like, and I'm a very strong believer in like, you do what works for you and meds aren't for everyone. But like (laughs) to have to hear like my, they're like, no, definitely some lady cursed me. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) And it's just like, no, some lady cursed me. That's why I hear voices. And I'm like, like, are you sure? Are you? Because, and the problem is that they would go to these people who would say that they would rid them of the curses and charge them like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. Oh, to be like, oh, I'll lift your curse if you. It's, wait, it's wait, 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 hang on. How much money? Like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars sometimes. 
because people were desperate and they didn't want to like think that it was like a mental health thing so they would yeah and so people would be like no it's definitely um like obia it's definitely witchcraft definitely whatever and I know there was a time so I knew someone whose little brother um had like special needs like he he was born with a bunch he was super premature and so as he was growing up he had like some developmental stuff and his mom wouldn't let anyone take any pictures of him oh because it was gonna steal his soul yeah she was convinced that the reason he was born that way was because somebody cursed her Oh, Jesus. And so she was scared that if she had, if she, if there were any pictures of her child, they would then take that and use that to like, use his picture to like, do like black magic on him. I mean, it's funny because that is such a weird thing that goes back like so far. Like, I feel like there used to be ideas where it's like, if your kid is sick or like, maybe like they were probably on the spectrum, but it's like 18... 92 or whatever and you didn't know you were like someone's cursed my baby someone has like done that thing but it's just like such an old idea and it's kind of crazy that's actually another thing that with like midwives for a long time like if like babies died you know in childbirth and it was like a really violent childbirth they'd like blame the woman as if she like cursed them and she was evil and she killed the baby but that's crazy that that is still something that people think Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try not to judge, but like, what the fuck you're talking about? Curses yeah. are not real. No, and it's it's very it's very common. And actually, I <laughs> my uncle, I feel like I've told this story on this podcast. I've definitely told you, Catherine. But there is this story about so a couple of years ago, my aunt and uncle were in Mexico, and my aunt and uncle live in this house that is definitely haunted. One million percent, like I'm one million bajillion percent haunted. And the problem is, is that it's like shaped in an L shape. So like, and you have to like go outside to go to the washroom because oh. You know, you have to like go to a different part of the house to go to the washroom and to get, to, go outside to get into the washroom. Mm-hmm. So you have to cross this like really dark courtyard in the middle of the night if you have to pee. Truly a, a nightmare. But anyway, my uncle was cleaning the roof one day and um, he said that he was just, he felt really weirdly creeped out. And my uncle's the chillest, least believing human I've ever met when it comes to anything like that which is funny because my aunt is the opposite and he was just cleaning the roof of the house um and he's just like sweeping and then he thought he cleaned like a pile of leaves and as he was cleaning them he saw it looked like a some sort of liquidy thing on the floor and it would look like almost like larvae or something were coming out of it and he's like what was this and it freaked him out and then he turned around and then he turned back around and it had like it was all dusty all of a sudden and it just like blew into his face and he like inhaled some of it and it, <laughs> it like terrified him and then he said because he was like that does oh. sound like a curse yeah, and he's like, this is this horrifying thing. And he it freaked him out so badly that my uncle, who's very, and it, like, I think I'm missing parts, but like my uncle definitely went to, uh, apparently tried to go to the to church the next day <laughs> to get himself cleansed. <laughs> like, one thing happened to me. Um, and, uh, uh, and I think the thought was that my aunt, who's like the witchy one, her sisters are also quite, witchy because they live in Mexico and are very superstitious and they were like no I think somebody probably made some sort of a potion or some sort of something and then regretted it and like threw it on our like on our um property that is that's so crazy that that's the explanation it's like no 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 one was trying to curse you someone just made a potion and forgot (laughs) it somewhere like I feel like a lot of times because um we just did like a little series on religion right and it's 
so crazy that all the time, like every single time, the people who believe most in like witchy things and also probably do some of the most witchiest things are so Christian. They're so <laughs> Christian. Oh. And they, they're always just like throwing salt all over their shoulders and doing whatever they can to protect themselves from witches. And then are also yeah. like, they're also the people who will like go to a person who's, oh, I, I can cure your illness your, with like my magical whatever for how much. But it's like, it'll be somewhat Christian who goes there every time. Of course it is. And that's what drives me nuts. Because I've also, like I had a client once um, who went to this church that is on Dufferin and Lawrence. I'm not okay. afraid to call them out. They are called the, I don't know what they're called actually. <laughs> we, oh, I have names. I don't remember <laughs> their names. However. I don't know if this is their name, but everybody, anybody, anybody Latin American. Knows what you're talking about? my age. Between 20 and like 50 knows what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. About. What in what way is that around your age? <laughs> um, so anybody younger, they probably haven't seen this, but there used to be a channel in Toronto called TLN, mm-hmm. the Toronto Latino Network. Got it. And, uh, there was a commercial all the time for this one church, and it was called Para de Sufrir, which uh, its translation is Stop from Suffering. And they would sell you all sorts of shit. <laughs> so they would sell you uh, wood from Jesus's cross. Because uh, that's around holy holy water from and holy oil from jerusalem uh they would sell you um uh, like like truly what a sham like i can't what i can't believe people are still selling relics like what year is it 1403 you haven't met a latin american then (laughs) this is how we do things and they like i knew about them because they were always it was always all these commercials about like cancer you know, husband cheating on you here. Like, it's like, like that type of shit. Like it was like oh an infomercial God. for Jesus merch. <laughs> Awful. But I had a client, like my office was around there. My office was like Eglinton and Caledonia. So it was mm-hmm. actually somewhat of a walking distance to get to this church. And I had a client who was living with schizophrenia and like was having a really hard time. Um, and she was really young and Latina and I think she had a lot of hangups about having had a baby and not being married and like all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. like the priest literally told her that she needed a cleanse because she had been cursed, but also, you know, she was a sinner. And so, but he was going to charge her X amount of money to like rid her of her curses. I I don't even understand. And I was like, like but are you a witch, sir? Like, I don't. Uh, are you a witch? <laughs> like, do we need to do an investigation? Do we need to bring back the Spanish Inquisition? Like, what's I'm, happening? Like, what do you mean? Or even, like, you know, those candles where it's like has a picture of like Jesus on it and you like are supposed to burn it for a particular reason or whatever? Yeah. Also, I'm like, I'm Mexican. So you, those are very common. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, guys, do you think? Like, like, it is one of those things where it's like, I think it's ridiculous all the divisions between like different christian groups and sex and blah 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 but whenever people are like catholics are witches i'm like i mean they're not <laughs> not <laughs> we hurl incense around <laughs> you know we're just like we're just like bless the house with this incense walk around in robes yeah like, but you know what robes? it's okay because even though like catholics are witches like protestants are all cults every single one is a cult <laughs> every single one is a cult with a cult leader and like a weird yeah i don't know oh good times but see they make fun of witchiness if i hear one more person go like oh wi- yeah no witches aren't my thing and i'm like but kind of they are because you like like midwives and also go to like massage people and acupuncture people i mean like again what the line is between like just like 
living your life in like witchiness is very thin sometimes because it's just like well it depends on I don't know you're I feel like half of it is aesthetic like mercury is in retrograde that's why my life is in shambles I'm just going to assume you're witchy right a hundred percent like if the line is so thin and it's like it always has that's one of the things that people fail to realize is that like people doing magic and people doing like potions and every sort of thing those things have been around forever Mm -hmm. and like a lot of times like things and elements of witchcrafty kind of like sounding practices were also practical like you know when you have an incantation and you're supposed to like i don't know rub a salve on something right the reason why you have the incantation is also partially i mean they actually, i'm sure they believe that they were like infusing it with power but it's also mm-hmm. partially like how long am i supposed to be putting this thing on for okay until the incantation ends all right that's like, right. It's like when you take a pill and you're like oh you have to take it like at this time with food or whatever like it's the same kind of thing and so people were doing like different versions of magic like specifically I'm talking about like in Europe but obviously as well in the whole world forever people have never not been doing it it's only in the like 15th 16th century where things started being like you're a witch and it's like all right relax Moses saw a burning bush you're gonna (laughs) tell me he was sober when he saw that he definitely ingested something I mean that's drugs somebody he was on ayahuasca or something I don't know what was going (laughs) on with him Um, yeah the burning bush that if that wasn't a drug trip like I do not know what it was (laughs) well that's what I tell people Jesus went into the desert and just hung out yeah he just hung out he just hung out he he hung out with his 12 best dude friends and uh nothing gay happened so I wanted to actually get into some of my original sources I have two sort of from the same era because like the witch trials in general were bananas yes they were bananas so the witch trials basically were in Europe between like 1500 and like 1660 Mm -hmm. and apparently about 80,000 suspected witches were put to death in Europe and that's not even counting all the people who were like accused 80,000 yeah a whole bunch was this before after the plague because I feel like they had it was after the plague but then they had population issues then didn't they I mean yeah but they only had population issues for like a certain amount of time because this because if it was like 1580 like like the black death happened a little bit Sorry. before that do white people just like killing each other they absolutely love it it's their favorite thing in the world but i'm yeah. a little bit flabbergasted at that number a lot of people and about 80 percent of them were women and the like highest rates were in germany because the malleus maleficarum was written by like two german people it was i have it actually right here i have my own copy the malleus (laughs) maleficarum i always keep handy and what is that exactly so the malleus maleficarum is basically a book about like how to identify and like um try witches and it's full of just bullshit garbage it's by (laughs) heinrich kramer and james spranger and it's true nonsense like or did they have without question (laughs) no woman wanted to fuck them ever because it's just oh my god they were the original incels oh my god if see this is what happens this is why we need to stop the incels right now because (laughs) if they had their way they'd be like she made my penis small and then you'd be like all right i gotta Because, like, all of these things, like, the, by the way, the way the Malleus Maleficarum is sort of structured is, like, questions and then answers. So it's, like, a little question. Sometimes they're questions that are small, like, um, question three is whether children can be generated by incubi and succubi. That's, like, a small question. But then, like, question. yeah, yeah, I know, but, like, a short (laughs) question. But literally, these are, like, the sort of, like, titles of the little sections. But then, like, some of them are so long. 
Some of them are like, herein is set forth the question concerning the two divine permissions which God justly allows, namely, that the devil, the author of all evil, should sin, and that our first patient should fall, from which the origins of the works of wishes are to justify and suffer to take place. Huh? Exactly. I'm like, what the what are you talking about? And then, like, <laughs> oh, lots of them. And, like, even, the funniest thing is that, like, some of the things are, like, clearly they're just thinking about sex half the time. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, sure, there's maybe a part where it's, like, of the way whereby a formal pact of evil is made. Like, how do they make a pact with the devil? Sure. But then there's, like, a whole section about, like, how it is they deprive men of their virile members a whole sorry, about- sorry, hold on. Sorry, are they accusing witches of impotence? Oh, absolutely. Like, are you kidding me? That is a classic witch thing. Witches are always making people impotent. Oh. Or um, how witches also impede and prevent the powers of procreation. There's also here follows the way whereby witches copulate with those devils known as incubi and in that there's also a whole bunch of subsections about like how do they have sex with the incubi what do they do with the incubi and there's literally i read a section in this book that i'm not going to bother finding but there's like like how do incubi or do incubi collect semen to use on the witches and the, uh, and there was a whole debate in the book about whether or not the incubi are taking semen from nighttime emissions as it was said um <laughs> or if it was semen they stole from copulation and then were using that to make evil babies with the witches and stuff what exactly and there was a whole section of, of that like little part where they were like deba- it was like a question of whether the semen from a nighttime emission was as potent as the semen from copulation and of course not. Of course, the semen from nighttime emission is just an imbalance of the humor. So uh-huh. it's fine if they take it, I guess, even though they still could use it to make evil demon babies. However, the most potent semen is from copulation. I mean, um, well, <clears throat> so um, they, I think they miss their calling. I mean, I, like, listen, listen to this. This is the longest fucking question they ask. Like, I'm like, I know you have 10 pages afterwards where you explain what you're thinking about but like this question is insane of the continuing of the torture and of the devices and signs by which the judge can recognize a witch and how he ought to protect himself from their spells and also how they are to be shaved in those parts where they use to conceal the devil's marks and tokens together with the due setting forth of various means of overcoming their obstinacy in keeping silence and refusal to confess and it is the tenth action that's the question that's not even like the chapter i'm just reading you headlines (laughs) that's bananas it's just like it's so like of the several methods by which devils through witches entice and allure the innocents to increase that hatred of that hated craft and company like all it is is like witches are recruiting witches are having sex with succubi witches are not fucking me and i don't understand why like this is what this whole book is a hundred percent no of course they understand why it's because witches made them impotent i mean and so then you have some like scholars who are fucking crazy so like this is funny i'm i'm gonna read you some of one one scholar and another who are from the exact same time period and one is insane and one is not (laughs) so one is named jean baudin and he was a professor of law at toulouse a royal advisor to the king of france and a public prosecutor at Lyon. and he (laughs) wrote like um like important political books and he was known as like a humane scholar and one of the earliest defenders of religious toleration. Like, however, 
<laughs> oh no. And by the way, I just gonna say this is from one of my sources, my original sources books that was Witchcraft in Europe from 1400 to 1700. And it's just like a whole collection of different like chapters from people's works that were specifically about witches. Uh-huh. So he was so crazy about witches. He thought it was inconceivable that anyone could think that witches didn't exist, that they weren't on the hunt, and that they were gonna get you. And he has all this all this stuff about like um, the occupations of witches and what they do, and it goes on and on and on. I won't read you all of it, but like the first occupation of witches is to deny God and all religions. So first, <laughs> like witches hate God and all religions. So not even other religions because he was a fan of religious toleration so this guy was just like witches hate god and the second crime of witches is after renouncing god to curse and blaspheme and scorn him or any god and idol which he feared and then it just keeps going on with like they do homage to the devil worship him and sacrifice to him the sixth crime just skipping forward is even more horrible for witches are not satisfied to offer their own children to the devil and burn them as a sacrifice they <laughs> that they steal which they steal children from other women's wombs i'd kill them too ah yes that little ditty oh my god the ninth is that witches are incestuous i didn't know that it's <laughs> a crime they have been charged with and convicted from earliest times I'm sorry. Like, what? I didn't know witches were incestuous. Okay, they make a profession of killing people. Ooh, here we're getting to some juicy stuff. The 11th crime is that witches eat human flesh, especially of little children, and of course, drink their blood. Of course, only natural. So this man just, like, had time? This guy had just had time. I'm going through, there's so many, I, like, I have so many different pieces underlined from exactly what they do. And he was just like... B- a bananas man? He was just a bananas man. And that like, um, and when he talks about like doctors, he's like, I maintain that such doctors ought to be questioned and examined to learn whether they are witches. And until proof is found, they must be forbidden on pain of corporal punishment to dabble with medicines and keep a close eye on them. And he was talking about like um, anybody who is like, does any sort of health thing, like regular doctors and like women doctors, and that they should receive corporal punishment and that they had familiars who were devils. And it just... It's just insane how much she goes on about how witches are real and how witches are evil and how they're going to steal your babies and how they're going to have sex with like you while you're asleep. And you're like, okay, I mean, that sounds like a time. (laughs) It just seems very strange to me. And the funniest thing about this guy is that like he he, um, accused another scholar of the time named Johann Weyer of being a witch. And you know why? It was because this guy didn't believe witches existed. He literally was just like, he's like, he's like, he said that witches existed, but that most witches who were being accused were just senile old women that people were just like attacking. Okay, he wasn't wrong. I mean, it's very funny. And also he has an argument that I think is very good. He's like, that the, the sort of like evil diabolic sorcerers and witches that everybody would describe of like taking babies and like, I don't know, like flying into the night and all this stuff. He's like, none of the ancient sources say anything about this. <laughs> He's like, you would think if these witches have existed for this long that like right version of witch would be there forever, but it's very recent. He was like, no, I don't think so. There's no ancient sources that say that. And he has a whole part about like, um, examples of poor innocent women punished because they were suspected maleficum and he just goes on case by case of like different women who were horribly killed like this one is so silly it's like like seven judges from a city by the moselle wish to interrogate a woman who was arrested on a charge of causing milk to become stringy and sticky sorry 
I'm sorry. Like I could be accused of being a witch. And then this woman was basically already ill, apparently, from what he says, that she had dropsy. Mm-hmm. And he even writes, he's like, oh, and what became of her arrest? She was carried off on a chair into the courtyard of the castle. And behold, being once overcome by the severity of her disease, she breathed her last. He was like, you just keep killing old ladies for no reason <laughs> and accusing them of stupid crimes. Like they make milk stringy and sticky. <laughs> <laughs> or like or like a woman will accuse another woman of being a witch and then you'll kill that woman and then when the other woman's like i'm not a witch you'll kill the woman who accused her too he's like this is pointless why are we doing this and it just think it's so funny that even then there are some funny. people like what no leave these women alone i mean the one thing that i like and i and i know that it comes from a bad place but i do like that salem massachusetts has a very healthy tourism <laughs> you're like all those women died however However, there are some really good tattoo artists up in up in Salem, Massachusetts. That I they're really like the tourism industry is booming. But yeah, so many women <laughs> for people like us, Catherine. For people like us, for right now, it's pretty dope, honestly. But like, so many women died because they were just either just because they were healers um, and midwives, or because had money. they pardon had money. Had money. Oh my god, they were independent, or they were just old and like living alone, or sometimes they were just killed because like there was some jealous bitch being like she's a witch like i saw goody francis dancing with the devil like that's (laughs) what happens and it's like all the time it's just either like men accusing women or women accusing women for no reason and like the things that they could say were like a sign of being a witch it's like an irregular mole yeah and you just believed anyway and you know those white people have so many moles I mean, I mean, and like an old woman, you think an old woman doesn't have a bunch of molds? Terrible. Um, yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really make sense to me, but I also think that like, it makes sense that our, our mothers were very pro witches, you know, given that they would have been considered witches back in the day. I think my mom is like, okay with the concept of witches she's fine with it i don't know if she's pro witch well maybe she is maybe she's a little pro witch <laughs> but yeah she my mom would be burned at the stake your mom would be burned at the stake and not for like um her witchy powers but just for speaking out too much they'd be like yeah, they'd absolutely be like, You're not. too loud you're too loud <laughs> like, you cannot be you will not be allowed to continue oh god yeah i actually read this thing so i remember it was back in the day and it was like years and years ago and they were talking about how uh, like a lot of people like in salem but even just in the u.s with with the witch hunting stuff that happened in the u.s that a lot of it was just people saying that they had these horrific dreams of like witches like sitting on their chests and like them not being able to breathe and stuff and it actually turns out that those could have just been night terrors brought on by um because they didn't know that if you leave wheat and like yes, humidity, right? it causes that bacteria that can give you like delirium and like make you have ridiculously horrific dreams. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember reading that too. It is crazy how much people were just like, yeah, it's like, the, yeah, there's someone sitting on my chest and it's a witch. Like literally sometimes if I eat something and then go to sleep and take a nap, I will have a nightmare. And I don't think it's because of a witch. <laughs> I just think it's because like, oh, I ate something funny. But yeah, like, it's at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's really strange. I just, but I think people are as gullible now as they were back then. It's just a different thing. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Because think about like satanic panic. Oh my God. The satanic panic. That is, that is so. That was not that long ago. We were almost born. We were almost born. That is, uh, yeah, we were like 10, 15 years away from existing and the satanic panic had happened. Like I, 
for those who don't know what the satanic panic is, it's basically like a bunch of kids lied because they were sort of coerced into lying by police about horrible things happening to them. And then it just escalated and, and like, and turned into this whole thing about, like, satanic cults are, like, are sweeping the U.S. and Canada and they're um, they taking children. kids and, like, like molesting them. them and sacrificing them. Like, what? And usually at every satanic panic, like, instance, there was, like, one instance of maybe one creepy dude, like, maybe touching one kid one time. And then, not that that's okay, but, like, then it would, like, glow up into this insane thing where the police officer would be like, hey, so what did they do? And then, like, lead them with questions and all these like kids would just like lie and exaggerate and like in some cases there'd be stuff where like the kids would say like oh they took me to like a, a cage and they they cut um this other kid's nipple off but like the kid still has two nipples just fine <laughs> like, yeah and they still believe them and they were like yeah 100 percent. these kids are telling apparently the those kids now have a lot of trauma because they Can you have, imagine it's like having memories implanted into your brain that didn't happen yeah, it is basically brainwashing for some of them, and some of them probably who are not brainwashed probably just feel horribly guilty for ruining people's lives because they were like dumb children. Yeah, they were six, and they were like, "Oh, you'll give me candy if I say what you want me to say." Absolutely, yes, sir, I will. Um, there is that, and there's also like when you think about like again the witch trials, like so many of the crimes were sexual. Like it would be like, "Oh, this the witches have sex with demons, and they have sex with incubi, and they have sex with the devil." And then also they take away your sex. So they take away your boners and they take away like your ability to like have sexual thoughts at all or something like that. There was even some stuff about like how witches can make you obsessed with them. And I'm like, you just found that lady hot. That is all that's happening in yeah. the story. <laughs> all that is happening is that a woman was sexy to you and you were like, she's a witch. I mean, but what, isn't that what happened in Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah. <laughs> she's too hot. She's a witch. Oh, well, he is a perfect example of someone who felt the need to be an incel. Yeah. Claude Frollo is an incel. We're saying that right now, right here. <laughs> he was an incel who uh, blamed it on witches. Yeah, he was like, oh, this woman is, like, gorgeous. I cannot wait to have sex with her. Oh, she doesn't want to have sex with me? Kill her. Witch. Burn her. <laughs> that is so crazy. Because the thing is, like, when we think about, like, women's rights, like, the narrative is always like, oh, we've we've had it for like a hundred years or something, when obviously that's just like not true at all. Mm -hmm. But in any way, shape, or form for anyone, even white women. Um, <laughs> but like women have only been able to like do things for like 40 years. Truly. Like we've only been able to like acceptably have jobs and like and even stuff. then and like even that like people had jobs before like women were like beer makers and women were like governesses and stuff and whatever women had jobs but job jobs and really being in like the same arenas as men and all these sort of things we've only very very recently had that and like with all the way the world is going right now and the incels <laughs> i'm like is it coming back? Like, it's coming I back, like... Evan. I mean, the U.S. is about to lose its right to abortion, so... Oh, my God. The U.S. is about to get, enter a civil war, and when <laughs> they do, like, it, witches will be burned at the stake. Like, it will be happening again. 100%. Like, Incels will get together in their gross little groups, and they will be like, you gotta burn the witches. Proud, also known as Proud Boys. And yeah, with their tiki torches, and they're gonna <laughs> set your house on fire. <laughs> At the very least, at the very least, you can't, like, legally, at the moment, accuse someone of being a witch in North America and have anything oh happen. God. Did you ever watch American Horror Story Coven? No, I haven't seen any of the American Horror Stories. 
They're awful. I hated them, but I really liked Coven. <laughs> you almost spit my water onto the, <laughs> my keyboard. They're horrible. But I liked Coven because Coven took place in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And it's, I mean, it's also horrible because it's like the torture. You know that woman? She was like a historic, she's like a real historical figure and she was actually a serial killer. And she killed all these black people and she was like a French, like a high class French New Orleans lady. No. Um, she killed all these like enslaved people. And, I mean, like, I'm not surprised, but I don't know the name of who you're talking cut about. Up their bodies and stuff. Oh my God, I do. I do know that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thanks for well, the details. Um, now I remember. Yeah. So, um, like she's like one of the characters in the, oh. in the show. What's her name is in it? She plays Black Panther's mom. Angela Bassett. Angela is that Bassett. the gif where it's like, listen here, white devil? Yeah. Yeah. That I know that. I've never seen that show, but I know the, the gif of Angela Bassett. Saying, yeah, because like, there's black witches and there's white witches. Oh, I mean. That and it's awesome. really cool because the black witches are like, you stole our shit. And I mean, they're right. Yep. Absolutely. Every time. <laughs> So I thought it was really great. I also think it's interesting because we grew up with so much like your like such a European understanding of witches because like I know who Baba Yaga is. Right? What the fuck do I know who Baba Yaga is? I'm Baba Yaga lives in a house with chicken feet and Baba Yaga flies in a mortar and pestle. Baba Yaga is the shit. I have I, I have a book full of her. Somebody who's I think my mom's Serbian friend gave me a book of like Serbian fairy tales, but obviously like in English. And like Baba Yaga was one of the main characters in like almost every story. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, so all you witches like all across Europe are just the, the same. They're all like they're all with like their nose and their like their nose and their chin like connect. Like they're yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Oh, it makes me laugh because then I think about like what are witches in other cultures and like they definitely aren't like that at all. Yeah, no, I feel like witches are usually a little hotter in other cultures. I'm just saying, right? Um, but they are usually, I mean, women, and they're usually older. Mm-hmm. Or there's like a cycle of there's like young witches, and I feel like young witches are usually the ones who are so are associated with sex, and then like the older witches are the ones who are just like associated with cursing you and living in the woods but you know what that's just the cycle of which age you just go from young sexy lady to and then you like i'm just gonna live in the woods with my cats and then i'm going to like every and also every single like european witch thing is also everything they say about spinsters yes they're identical i'm like what are you trying to say like i got it (laughs) um it's the same thing though that's so funny Actually, I bet you that in other cultures, I bet you the stereotypes for a single woman are the stereotypes they have for a witch <laughs> in every culture. Yeah, you're right. That's probably true. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. I feel like it's, a, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but like in my, in my memory, it's always like your aunt. I mean, it's always I'm an aunt. aunt. I am an aunt. Yeah, it's yeah. never your mom. You're not, your mom's not a witch. No, no, no. For but me, it's like, always been an aunt. Like, I mean, technically, my mom is a witch, but... Like, but, I've always heard that it's, like, somebody's aunt. It is always somebody's aunt. My nephew <laughs> will have his, his witchy aunt to, like, to look to. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I think it's awesome, but whatever. Well, you know, I think this is a good a good topic to, to touch on for Halloween. For our spooky season? Ugh, honestly, Halloween things... For Halloween. We are not going anywhere for Halloween. I mean... We were thinking of being Bert and Ernie, but Carmen is like refuses to put on a unibrow and be yeah, Bert. I would do it if we can go outside, but we can't go I anywhere. Mean, so we can just like take <laughs> pictures for ourselves. You and me as Bert and Ernie at my house. 
Yeah, you and me and Bert Ernie at your house, just like eating chips, and I'll bring a rubber duck or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that is. I feel like the spooky season has been like carrying me through this first bout of like cold or COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like know. the fact that it's fall. Like I love fall and I love spooky season and I love everything about it. This Halloween, this 2020 Halloween is on a full moon, which never happens. And October 1st was also a full moon. Like if there was ever a year, a time to raise the dead it is the middle <laughs> of this month or something or this halloween yeah. like we could like apparently mercury is gonna retrograde or some shit. like every single thing is happening also in a cursed year like <laughs> it's time like let's let's get it done let's raise the dead but yeah the spooky season has just been getting me through the covid and that's just like i've been watching like i literally started like October 1st, I was like, Nightmare Before Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I watched Hocus Pocus, I've watched, oh, you know what was funny? Um, I was watching The Witch with my sister and my mom, and like, my mom kept being like, why are you watching this? What are you, what are you watching? She like, was getting upset, <laughs> and then the thing happens with The Witch at the beginning, and she was yeah. like, I don't want to be watching this anymore. And so we, <laughs> we turned Hocus, and we turned The Witch off, and we put on Hocus Pocus, which is essentially the exact same movie at the beginning, where it starts with a witch stealing a child and killing it. It's the same opening <laughs> incident. It's just a very cheesy, happy, campy version of it. But yeah, I've been doing that. I watched What We Do in the Shadows. I've been watching like anything. That's the best movie ever. Anything, anything to do with anything spooky, even if it's a comedy. I watched Coraline again. Like oh, I've been having Coraline a time. Is so good. Coraline I mean, is great. Coraline is great. She's like a witch, though. We don't she's not know. a witch, but it should count because, like, if you if, thank God that movie is animated, because if there was a real image of a woman with buttons sewn into her eyes, no, no, no thank you. I don't want to ever see that. I don't put it past Neil Gaiman to, like, make an Amazon Prime series about Coraline. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh, it's horrifying. No, That'd be you. really scary. I wouldn't want that. I don't want a live-action Coraline. No, thank you. That is too scary. I can barely handle normal Coraline. <laughs> well, anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> well, I guess, like, um, we've been doing recommendations, and my recommendation is all of the movies I have mentioned this episode – I'm recommending every spooky, every witchy thing. Go watch those. <laughs> and if you can find it, go watch the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch because it is a joyful, delightful, cheesy-ass romp. It really is, isn't it? Good. It's really great. I guess if I was going to choose something, um, Wizards, which is a show on Netflix, which oh. uh, created by Guillermo del Toro. Of course. Um, but it's a cartoon which follows um, Troll Hunter. And then after Troll Hunter. The same story. characters? Yeah, so it's in the same world. Mm. But it's different stories. So yeah. the first one is Trolls. Mm -hmm. And the second one is Aliens uh, with Diego Luna uh, as one of the aliens. And then the third one is Wizards and Warlocks. Oh, well, that sounds adorable. It is adorable. It's really good. So, you know... Um, wizards i think is what it's called or something something just look up tales of arcadia and it's the wizard one <laughs> okay three series and it's only one season so it's it's really really good so i highly highly recommend for spooky season and also i've been watching all the marvel movies as opposed to watching Grey's anatomy which is far more therapeutic and i mean carmen has watched Grey's anatomy back to front maybe 50 times like <laughs> i wouldn't put it past that number honestly that's yeah. not an exaggeration mm -hmm. She watches it every... I'm like, what are you watching? And she's like re-watching Grey's Anatomy for the 10th time. And I'm like, all right, well, 
I guess means Carmen's going through it right now. Um, <laughs> That's how you know. The fact that she's replaced her going through it entertainment to Marvel movies is honestly a joy to me. You get to watch Thor Ragnarok. What's better than that? Right? I recently, I just yesterday watched Ant-Man and I was like, this movie is so stupid and I love it so I love much. it. Oh my God. Clueless was on the other day. Speaking of Paul Rudd and he yeah. looks the same, <laughs> but also Clueless is a terrifying, creepy story of a step-sibling relationship. Yeah, no. It's gross. Well, anyway. Paul Rudd. (laughs) On that hot take, uh, (laughs) uh, you can find me on Instagram at the CC Williams. Basically, uh, I actually have that handle everywhere, so you can find me anywhere at the CC Williams. (laughs) And you can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You on Instagram and I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I'm currently taking a social media break for the first time in my life. So Thank God. I wish I'd never done. Have you done that before? I'm barely on social media, Carmen. <laughs> I guess it's true. But for me, I was not really on social media. And then I had a couple of friends who feel the need to only message me on Instagram. So then I'd constantly be on my Instagram because uh... I was responding to things. And so over the last year, I've been like on Instagram too much. And I know that I'm on it too much. So I'm taking a break for the next little while but when I am back which will maybe be in like two weeks time or like two months time who knows mm-hmm. um, I will be um, on Carmen underscore Maria 416 so if you can't find me right now you'll find me later I promise uh, I will come back and also nothing is funnier to me than the fact that I literally posted on my Instagram like I'm taking a break from Instagram I'm pooped I'm tired I'll see y'all later. And I still, you know, and I think it's fair. And like some people did message me. They're like, oh, I saw that you weren't on Instagram. But like, you know, when you don't think no anyone's going to notice. Yeah. I felt like a chump. Like I felt stupid when I posted it. And I was like, man, I sound like I'm really conceited thinking that anyone's going to notice that I'm like off Instagram. But quite a few people were like, are you okay? It's because Carmen, you're always on Instagram. Yes. I'm not trying to roast you here, but I'm glad you're taking a break because Carmen is like, her stories are like constant. Carmen's posts are constant. Carmen's always like talking on Instagram yes. and stuff. And like, like if I was off Instagram, no one would ever know. <laughs> they would never know because it's yeah, like, cat, I post. Listen, guys, I need nothing. a break. Literally, my Instagramming <laughs> is just like cat video, cat video, cat video, occasional post, cat video, cat video, cat video, <laughs> and then I get off. Mine is just like, what's the protest of the day? Who am I going to yell at? What, you know, self- what topic am I going to be? Yeah, uh, what deprecating joke am I going to make tonight about myself? Oh man, tonight. what oversharing am I going to be doing tonight? Uh. <laughs> really, that ends up being what it is. Although, since I did go through a weird relationship breakup situation thing that was going on, it made me feel so much better to just post about it because I don't need anyone coming to me two weeks three weeks later to be like so how's how's it going how's the how's it, how's going? It going? like let me get this out of the way now oh my God. <laughs> what, what can I say <laughs> just like if you need to air out your dirty laundry you do it once because people will come back and be like what do you mean what happened it's a good way to like rip off that band-aid oh my god all right well that's <laughs> it from us <laughs> these are uh, instagram tips with carmen and Catherine. uh <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye